everybody calm down. The show's about to start. Turn it up loud. Turn, 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 turn. Any reaper, not the audience. Danger is the money. Danger is the difference. Right now, 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 right now. Dangers of the mind. Dangers of the mind. My mind is playing tricks on me. My mind is playing tricks on me. No longer can fear be your friend. Fear. What happens on Earth stays on Earth, and I can't take these feelings with me, so hopefully they disperse. The position of your mind determines the posture of your life. Dangers of the mind. The Dangers of the Mind podcast with Kristen Hopkins. Hey guys, what is going on? It's your girl Kristen Hopkins here for another Dangers of the Mind episode. So if you are just joining us for the first time, I've created this podcast to allow you to understand the attacks that are happening against your thought life on a daily basis that are shifting your progress. If you've never heard of the dangers of the mind, this is your lucky day. I'm going to tell you all about it. The dangers of the mind are the attacks that keep you and delay you from your progress. Attacks of brokenness, of fear, of perception, of insecurity, of ego, pride, distractions, things that are not allowing you to live your best life. As little Duvall says, So I'm excited because today I have a really amazing topic for you guys. But before I go into that, I really want to talk about um, how I've been feeling lately. So I've been traveling a lot and um, I was in Mexico last week talking about our last episode, Jump Ship, and it was amazing. If you have not heard it, please go back and listen to it, especially before you go to this one, because it just is Um, a lot of critical steps that you need to get off of the ships that you're on in your life, whether those ships are brokenness and insecurity and perception. Um, But I'm not going to go into that episode. You got to go listen to it. But this episode I'm excited about because I've just been so extremely tired lately. So Mexico was a vacation for me, but I came back and I felt refreshed, but then I had to get on the road and go right to D.C. So if you know anything about my programs and what I do, um, I have a social and emotional literacy curriculum in different school districts. One of my biggest districts is Washington, D.C., and I'm here probably about once a month. So while I was here uh, last night. I just got extremely tired. And so I fell asleep around seven o'clock, which is totally odd for me. I normally fall asleep at like 12, one in the morning. I need to get more sleep, um, but I've been working on that. So I fell asleep yesterday really early and I woke up around one o'clock in the morning and I was thirsty. So I went and got some juice. So, you know, about 20 minutes later, after I drank all the juice, I wanted to get a refill. So I went back down to get some more juice. Then about 20 minutes later, I was like, something's not right. I'm still thirsty. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go and get some water. And the water was just what I needed to not allow me to feel thirsty again. So does this happen to you all? Do you like find yourself drinking soda or drinking juice and being like, oh my God, I just feel dehydrated. I need some water. You know, I know this happens to me all the time. So my thing is, what do you crave? And what do you feel like you need a refill of? Then I started to think about how many refills we get on a daily basis. What are those refills? What are we putting in our bodies, our minds, and our spirits? So this is when the topic hit me, like my always aha moments. 
The topic for today is can I get a refill? So again, what is that refill that we get? Is it knowledge? Is it drama? Or is it just juice when we need water? Is it constant negativity when we need peace? So today's episode is called Can I Get a Refill? Okay. You know me and my definitions, y'all. So after I got that aha moment, I said, let me see what this means for real. So I looked it up and it says fill again. Um, and that was just pretty profound to me. So I took a couple moments to really think about what I continue to pour in my life, what I continue to pour in my glass. What do we continue to get thirsty from? Or what do we continue to be thirsty for? Excuse me. So as I continue to reflect, I thought about the things of my past, how I used to act in the past. One thing that was like I was always thirsty for was, I don't know if it was for attention, but it was for like to be in the end crowd. So I hated to feel left out. Like if my friends left me and they went to a party or they went to an event or they went to the movies, wherever they went, like I would feel some type of way that I wasn't there. I used to love to go on like trips. And like when I started to get serious about my business and started to get serious about like my capital, my business and, and savings and, you know, working with my accountants and my lawyers. And I just had to really buckle down. I was so sad because it was like, Oh, I'm not going to be able to go on my trips with my friends every year. I'm not going to be able to do this and this and this every year that I normally do or normally spend money on. So I hated to feel left out. I was always thirsty to be on the scene, to feel like I was in the in crowd, uh, to the point where it was draining my bank account. It was draining my energy, my time that you can never get back. And it was just building unhealthy relationships, you know, relationships that were not um, true. You know, they were based on this just being in the perception world. So a lot of the times you meet people in that world and they're they're kind of in the same world as you. So you meet them on the scene and they're coming out because they want to be in the in crowd and you meet them here and they're coming out because they want to be seen. And it's just like the same type of energy all in one place. So it wasn't good for me. And I was thirsty for those things. So like you, like, for example, you know, when you're at a restaurant and they say, this is a free refill, um, but you can't get this as a free refill. So for example, you might be able to get Sprite as a free refill, but you're not going to get no, uh, lemonade, pink lemonade, raspberry lemonade, or something specific to the menu as a refill. You're going to have to pay for another glass, right? Have you ever thought about why they do that? So it's probably because the Sprite is a lesser value than the one that's being asked to get a refill that you have to pay for a refill for. So let's put that in our lives. Let's put that in our perspectives of what our lives look like. What's easier for you to get a refill on the daily basis? Is it easier for you to catch the tea from your friends? Is it easier for you to send a simple text message and for somebody to write you right back, feeding into some drama? Or is it harder or more valuable for you to go sit down and read a book by yourself and be quiet and gain knowledge and gain wisdom and gain understanding. What's more valuable? I know you guys know the answer. It's obvious what the answer is, right? So understanding what and who we are refilling in our lives can help us overcome the dangers of the mind and ultimately live our best lives. 
Have you ever thought to yourself, man, I love this podcast, but I wish they would talk about some more relevant things that's on my mind. Well, here's your chance to let your voice be heard and be rewarded for sharing. In our show notes, there's a link to a short five-minute survey that we would love for you to fill out. This survey not only helps you get more of the content you want by completing it, but it also allows you to be entered into win some free Black SEL swag. That's right. We're giving away our signature Black SEL t-shirts, but only to those who complete the survey. So pause this episode and run over to the link in our show notes to get rewarded for your time and opinion. Let your voice be heard. Do you believe in social and emotional learning and its benefits for our Black communities? If so, join our Black SEO Collective, an exclusive group of SEO experts, community leaders, educators, and parents that share resources on SEO and new practices to sustain this work in Black communities. Also, by being a part of this membership, you can have the opportunity to have first reviews of your work to showcase at our upcoming Black SEO Summit. For more information, visit blackseo.org. So I hear everybody saying, I'm living my best life. I say it too. I love it. I think it's like the anthem of the year. It definitely needs to go down with like Wade in the Water and, you know, all the other historic happy birthday, all the other historic songs that we know about because I really think Little Duvall is onto something. It's so positive. Every time I hear that song when I'm like sad or when I'm down, like it just makes me feel like, man, I am living my best life. Like I, I have done a lot. I feel accomplished, you know? But then you really have to wonder, what is your best life? Because some people are saying they live in their best life, and they over here, like, not progressing, complacent, broken, fearful. Like, is that, are you really living your best life, or are you just singing a song? So I need you to ask yourself, who is refilling your cup? How many times are you refilling your cup? And then what is in that cup that you're refilling? What are you putting in your body? And are you really living your best life? So are you drinking from the fountain of hate, bitterness? Or are you drinking from the fountain of love and forgiveness? Ask yourself that. That's a critical question that you need to answer. In my 30-day affirmation book, um, the first day I wrote, in day one, I wrote about forgiveness and freedom. And it was really important for me to write about this because of the simple fact that we cannot move on if we have not forgiven anyone. I don't believe that you can truly, truly live your best life and be successful if you have not forgiven the people in the past. And so that makes you really free. Ultimately, you know, when you are forgiven someone and you you are just living and you are learning and loving and understanding, you have no weight, no bitterness, no hurt. You know, you be you be free. You're free. You feel free. So I started with this because this is the first thing like you must do to truly be free is forgive. So like this week, I challenge you to understand why your glass is constantly needed to be refilled and then what you are refilling it for. I'm going to read you guys a passage from my 30 day affirmation book. Um, the day one, we talked about forgiveness and freedom. One of my quotes say, forgive your mind and your heart will reap the benefits. I truly believe this. Once you forgive your mind, then your heart will no longer be bitter. It will no longer be salty. It will reap the benefits of everything you want in your life. Once you forgive one of the greatest forces that can keep you in prison in your life is unforgiveness. The way that you can get yourself free from the states of immobility and stagnation 
is by going through the process that leads you into true forgiveness. Bitterness is a byproduct of unforgiveness, which hinders your growth, alters your destiny, and stops you from entering into the place of prosperity and freedom in your life. It is time to take a leap over the hurdle of unforgiveness. I want to repeat one of the affirmations with you today. I choose to let go and forgive myself for past mistakes so I can freely walk into my purpose. The reason why I'm circling this and bringing this all to the forefront um, and focusing so much on forgiveness when it comes to refilling your cup or refilling the things in your life is because if you don't understand that the key to happiness, the key to peace, the key to success first start with unforgiveness, that is the key, okay? And we have to understand what we are filling up in our lives, who we are allowing to fill our lives, and how often are we drinking what we're thirsty for. So I'm a visionary. I like to see things for my life. And then when I see them, I just automatically believe them because I'm like, you know what? This is about to happen. I believe it's going to happen. So think about your life and where your life is going. Where do you see your life? Think about what you want to drive, what you want to wear, how you want to look. Think about that for a second. I need you to visualize that for yourself. And then think about your future self and what it will be filled with. So I had to take a moment to think about my future self. And I said, you know what? I want my future self to be filled with love and happiness and peace and prosperity and full of accomplishments, amazing memories, knowledge, forgiveness, freedom, history, legacy, vision, inspiration, change. So what do you want your future self to be filled with? If somebody popped you with a pen and you were like a balloon, somebody popped you and you know how balloon, all the air comes out. But if somebody popped you, everything that was inside of you came out that you could physically see things that you can't physically see. Often the dangers of the mind are the internal tax against your thought life, things that you cannot see that attack you every single day. So think about that hot air balloon. Think about that being your life. Think about somebody popping you and everything just falling out. What would people see? Would they see hate? Would they see bitterness? Would they see drama? Or would they see love and happiness and joy and peace and prosperity? What do you want your life to be filled with? I want you to write down this list for yourself and start filling yourself up with these things. Start really understanding how these things are going to look for your future self. Every decision that you make from here on out is going to result in what your future self will look like. A piece, a component of your future self will follow that decision. So let's be mindful. Every time we take a sip of whatever that is that we're sipping, why do we continue to refill that glass? And what and who is being refilled? So can we get a refill of happiness? Can I get a refill of love? Can I get a refill of prosperity on prosperity on prosperity? Can I get a refill of financial blessings? Can I get a refill of financial increase? Can I get a refill of knowledge and wisdom? Can I get a refill of the things that are going to help me, push me forward, elevate me, elevate my thinking, elevate my mind? Elevate my journey, elevate my experiences, elevate my relationships, elevate my friendships, 
Can I get a refill of every positive thing that I want for myself? So before we go, I just want you to remember what you've just heard and to understand that every time you are about to fill that glass, know what you're filling it up with. Every time you're about to speak to someone and you're allowing them to speak to you, know what they're pouring into your life. Know what you're pouring into someone else's life. Be aware. I know this episode was deep, y'all. But I had to go there today because I had to understand what am I filling my glass up with? Why am I always thirsty? What am I thirsty for? Why am I thirsty for these things? I hope you were able to gain some insight. And I am so excited to see you for the next episode. If you need to learn more about the dangers of the mind, please check out our website, dangersofthemind.com. I would love to hear from you. If you want to talk about your specific dangers of the mind, email us at info at dangersofmind.com or go right to our website, click on stories and share your story with us. The world is waiting. The world wants to hear your resilient story. I'm so excited about your future. See you guys next week. Any reproduction of this recording. Dangers of the mind. Dangers of the mind. The podcast.